Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, I'm joined by King Cobb. Oh, snap. And Rob Alessiani. Oh, snap. Yeah, we're here. We're talking Miss Marvel. Ms. Marvel, excuse me. Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. And Ms. Marvel. Uh, but before we get to that, I wanted to talk about a couple bits of news that came out. Uh, that is, it is confirmed that in the Echo series to come, uh, will be Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio returning. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you know, there were things that were said about how they portrayed or his portrayal of uh, Fisk in Hawkeye. That mm-hmm. it was, you know, just kind of almost goofy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and bounced around. <laughs> it's a different... Uh, like th- th- this doesn't confirm that you know, especially with all this multiversal stuff, it certainly yeah. doesn't confirm that it's the same right Fisk. And sure. I think, like, look at the end of the day, Netflix was gritty as shit and very mm-hmm. violent and adult, and this is going to be on Disney. So, like, yeah. I'm just happy we got the same guy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So we get Daredevil, we get Wilson Fisk back in in the Echo series, which I think is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that uh, technically today, but officially tomorrow, Thor: Love and Thunder is is out. Um, I'm contemplating going tomorrow morning, uh, but I'll probably see it by Monday. So we'll have to arrange our schedules to see when people can get there, and we can talk about it on the pod. Um, but is there anything that you've seen or heard that you're particularly looking forward to with that now that it is finally upon us? I'm going to uh, make a prediction. I'll go ahead. I'm gonna make a prediction. This is gonna be the sexiest Marvel movie that's ever <laughs> that's ever been put out. Like just pound for pound, the the Thor gets Thor gets uh, Zeus stripped in the middle of uh, yeah. that that, that God Town Square. He gets flipped. Yeah, uh, it's hard. gonna be the sexiest Marvel movie that we've seen yet, and it's not gonna be close. <laughs> <laughs> the previous one say, being yeah, that's uh, what I was gonna ask. Hmm. It's a good question. Probably Black Widow. Maybe something with a Black Widow character in it. Yeah. Just, uh, but you know, maybe this that maybe that wasn't as uh, maybe that limb wasn't as brittle as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's a pretty strong tree. I'm up. But it's but it stands. It will be the sexy Marvel movie. Yeah. It'll be. It's going to be the sexy the sexiest Marvel movie that we've seen yet. Yeah, put a content warning at the beginning of that once it is ready when Disney Bring plays. a fan and a cool glass of iced tea. <laughs> you're going to catch the vapors. Yeah. Uh, Keen, what about you? You were going to say something. Oh, no, I was just going to say I'm super excited for it. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, one of the best uh, movies ever put out just because I, I just trust. Um, I can never pronounce his name, the director. I can watch TV. He did that one. And uh, yep, there it is. Uh, yes, I'm very, very happy about I'm very excited for that. Um, and I think it's gonna be pivotal to like the the next round or the next uh the next generation of movies. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh this phase four pandemic ha- has just been uh thrown into pieces, thrown all over the place is what I'm trying to say by the pandemic. Uh, So it's really, I saw something about um, what's his face, Feige, 
at the mm. Comic-Con that they're likely to start talking about phase five things more solidly. It's like, I have no idea. Like, what is, ha- what is phase four? It's like all of these TV shows. It's just so spread out. Whereas and, before we had the the series, everything, yes, it was over a 10-year period, but it was so tightly controlled because everything was a feature film and planned and there was no global pandemic. Yeah. Um, so I'm just real curious how they're going to kind of wrap up this phase into something that is more coherent. Because right yeah. now it's not. I've enjoyed all the little parts of the phase, but as a whole, as a piece, I'm just struggling to figure out it, what's going on. It feels on. to me like... Um, like, I guess with Loki, the whole thing was um, uh, Kang the Conqueror is the big bad. Like, he's the Thanos of this phase. And, Gotta be, yeah. And, like, maybe it's kind of like the previous phases where, you know, things span phases. Like, you know, the one, two, three, it was kind of Thanos the whole time or, like, building to it. So, but it really feels like we've only seen him in Loki. You know, like, yeah. I feel like he... I kind of hope he pops up in Thor, like who knows? Um, but it also kind of feels like, I was just thinking about this today. It's like, everyone's like, oh, the next, I don't have a PlayStation 5 right now. I usually wait until, I mean, you still can't get them for retail easily. So I'm not going to pay resale for one. I'm just not that pressed. But I was like, but I'm looking at it and I'm going, PlayStation, th- PlayStation 5 has been out for like three years. So like the life cycle is so... Like, like how, like when are they going to start teasing a PlayStation six, like three years from now? Mm-hmm. And that's what it kind of feels like with this phase. It's like, it feels like we're still brand new into this, but if you actually look at it, yeah. end really game not. came out, you know, what's, what's the unofficial end to like, like we uh, saw Spider-Man. Endgame together and that was like 20, I want to say 20, was that 2018? Yeah. So like, I think the unofficial end of phase three was like the epilogue to phase three was what Spider-Man far from home. Um, uh, far from home. So yeah. we've already had another Spider-Man since then. Yeah. A, a really a good one. Uh, it's so, so, you know, it, it, it's almost like, um, it's like, we're talking about phase four. doesn't feel like it really, it still feels like we're in prologue. Um, and they're talking about like, oh, we're gonna start teasing phase five, and I'm like, oh god, okay, well then phase four feels like the most disjointed. That's why I'm very curious. We were talking about it with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, how it felt like it was like an S-tier Marvel movie that was built, it felt like a like a B-tier Marvel movie that was built like it an S-tier, like it was gonna be one of the yeah. big like everyone's in on this. And um, you know, I think and, and I think it's because of the Illuminati that was like we were saying. I'm curious what Thor is going to be because Thor feels like it might be billed as like a, a B or an A tier, but maybe with stuff that we don't know, because they have been a little better, I think about not teasing the big stuff out in the trailers. So I'm going into Thor, which I have no idea when I'm going to see it. Like I got to get a babysitter. <laughs> so, um, so don't wait for me to record, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm very curious if it's actually going to like exceed my expectations because my expectations are just like, I'm going to go there and see some cool shit and have a good time as opposed to this is going to be an earth shattering movie event in the, in the MCU. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm very excited because of that. I, I'm going in with a lot less, a uh, lot fewer expectations than I did with Dr. Strange. Yeah. I can get behind all that. Uh, the one thing I yeah. would note, and this doesn't mean much of anything, but I did see it today. So I bring it up that it is polling low on Rotten Tomatoes, on the lower end of Marvel movies. Lower end of Marvel movies, yeah. Uh, Something like 75, 76%, which is still a very healthy healthy score, Um, but not 
in the you know 90s by by any stretch no yeah i learned my lesson uh because the one throwaway from the last phase or from the uh from the affinity saga was oh yeah thor 2 sucks it was pretty important it was pretty (laughs) fucking important so i'm just saying i don't i don't i mean taking notes saying this is going to be big this is going to be big this will mean he's got got a dry erase board in the back of the theater making like lines between things linking up i got a clear one to just like flip it over and just keep going all right here's the he's got an overhead projector on the screen like here's what you don't see (laughs) all with a big equal sign pointing to mephisto yeah that's where it's all gonna end up all right um let's move on to ms marvel Uh, So we haven't been great about covering this uh, show, which is a shame because it's a really cool show, very refreshing Mm -hmm. uh, take on uh, the whole Marvel uh, thing, the whole Marvel world. Um, So it's unfortunate that we haven't been as uh, consistent with with this one. So we're kind of discussing episodes three, four, and five here in no particular order. Just what are your uh, thoughts? And it can be just about the most recent episode, too. Mm-hmm. uh honestly uh i mean just just to cover yeah the cover four and five um i feel dumb because i'll be honest with you i knew very very little about the partition like i didn't know anything about that and sure. the fact that like in marvel they're able to tackle a very serious topic but still keep it within their world and, and speaking upon like their world um one of the reasons if you were saying how like this phase feels very disjointed i agree but at the same time i do like that a little bit because the um i gotta say kind of similar to like which is funny kind of similar to like star wars where the original shit, the original two trilogies uh the original trilogy and like the the pre what whatever um they focused on like the absolute top tier S main characters, while the 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 next the next three and like the series talk about the ancillary. If I'm using the word right, uh, the ancillary mm-hmm. characters as far as like the the small ones around. So because of that, it gives you a full picture of what happened. So like right. the fact that through this show we learn people know about the snap because of Scott Lang's big fucking mouth. Like it's because of his podcast or the podcast that he does. Um, it's really cool to see like how, and especially when it comes to Marvel, I like seeing the street level heroes. Cause my favorite is Spider-Man because even though he's like Marvel's number one, I think still number one hero, uh, at the start, he was your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. So it was like on the ground floor. So because of that, I love the fact that they're able to tap into not only show, uh, a cool young Spritey side of like Jersey city, but how fucking beautiful is Pakistan, dude? Like, mm-hmm. wow! Like the, the the shots they're using, the 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 lighting, um, and then this most recent episode, uh, great grandma was bad. I'm going to say it. She, the the actress that played Aisha, wow. Yeah. Um, and like just the the story, I, I yeah, I cried like almost cried like twice. Uh, that episode just because like how crazy and like how like tight knit the family is and was and just like overall man just great i can't i can't say enough about it It it's just great over the last few episodes i mean we'll get more in depth like later on but like yeah just great 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rob. Totally agree. Uh, I do agree with all. I'm, 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 I'm consistently like blown away by this series because it could have been like, um, it could have felt, you know, like, let's take it to star Wars again. You've got the big movies, the big tentpole movies. You've got some of the, the, um, the side story movies. Some of them are silly. Like solo was like kind of fun and, and more geared towards kids, I think. And then some were like maybe the hardest, darkest thing that star Wars has ever done with, uh, um, with rogue one and maybe one of the best movies that's in the yeah. star Wars canon. But then you've got like Clone Wars, which is which can be a really deep, but it's a cartoon. It's 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 made for kids. And, you know, arguably all of Star Wars is made for kids. But <laughs> specifically, this aired on like children's television. And I thought this might be like like a level up from like a Marvel Lego series. You know, like this could have been like geared towards tweens and teens. And holy shit, you are not kidding with like learning about actual history. And yeah. they are able to cram so much into this. To that point, I think what we're watching here feels to me like two seasons of television crammed into six episodes. It's like before mm. we got to Pakistan and then after. And I, I think in any if this was given a lot of room to breathe, clearly you, you spend the first whole season like fighting a big bad where you are and then teasing a second season. where like now we're going to figure out where this all started. Like, let's let's mm. solve the mystery of that bangle. And we got to go to the source. Um so there, it's a choice to put all that in one. So at times, I think this series so far has felt a little cluttered. Like I'm asked, I'm being asked to like learn about actual history and learn about um, a character who isn't new in terms of they've been introduced in the comics, but kind of is new in that her entire mm-hmm. origin has changed from the comics. And I love what they've done with the series. I think it's much more poignant to be like this. This power is is inherited because the theme of this show is definitely like familial generational bonds to me mm-hmm. like like how those bonds can just be be transferred like like genes in a gene pool um so specifically like the source of her power being family lineage is very very cool and much cooler than i was randomly showered by you know dust i think that's a much more poignant um the old classic dust shower the old dust story. shower <laughs> yeah um with great dust comes great cleanup um <laughs> I so so I really really love this but at times I am kind of like man I wish this had a little more room to breathe I know we say this with a lot of these six episode um uh uh Disney plus arcs but like specifically this one I really feel like could have done with like two more episodes or maybe even like breaking up this story a bit into two arcs I'm sure they have a reason to do it they probably are building to something that's going to play into some films that are coming out but all in all like I adore this series I was a mess of emotions watching especially this last episode um anything anything like sappy sentimental these days uh like just gets me because I don't know emotions are raw right now just kind of in general and also like parenthood has changed me in turn like I just <laughs> I'll see a cute kid and I'll just be like Whoa! um and and like yeah we'll get to it but man that that twist got me or that not twist reveal was so like i kind of felt it coming but at the same time yeah yeah, still i did not i did not like it and like it's very evocative of like you know the harry potter thing with the patronus and he's like my dad's Mm -hmm. gonna come my dad's gonna come and save us and it like turns out like no it's time is met is is weird here and it was actually you the whole time that was that I did not see it coming. I, I I'm glad I didn't see spoilers because that 
that hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, I think I audibly gasped and said, oh my God, it's her. <laughs> so, so she very creates the trail of stars. Yeah, yeah. It was so dope. It was so dope. Yeah. I knew I could do it because I saw myself do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Harry Potter. Um, yeah. Uh, I definitely enjoy the whole history aspect of things. And this episode in particular, the, uh, episode five, was chock full of it. Uh, you know, almost in a news really sort of way, like it, and it, the way it started off with the changing of the, what they like to do when they, it's like something big's going to happen, mess around with the Marvel logo. Uh, mm. so they kind of did that and they bring in the, um, uh, music. Uh, I thought that was really cool, but yeah, the, the history stuff, I would, I would almost be okay if this was mostly history at this point, um, just because, you know, as a world history uh, fan, I think that's just one of the more interesting aspects of the story and how they're kind of weaving it into things and yes. talking about the partition, not just within India and Pakistan and Bangladesh, but uh, the partition of the worlds that they're trying to yeah. unite. Um, yeah. Like, uh, so the, the way that those kind of overlap the needs of those, those people. So it's, yeah, it's just just a real interesting way that they're going about doing things and ad- actually educating people at, this, at the same time. You know, I don't know how much people learn from watching Endgame, um, but people are actually learning shit watching this particular particular show and not just yeah. weird off the uh, cuff science jargon that gets thrown thrown out here or there, but actual real world history. I think that's pretty great. Um, within this episode episode five we had are these people dead uh the people that were in front of the veil i mean we saw them clearly turn to dust and crumble (laughs) oh but i mean like is that also entering that that i'm assuming they're dead but i I don't know anything about the the comics or what it feels like we've i haven't read through all since the series has started i've started reading the the graphic novels because Katie, my wife had like has all of them, so I just started like peeling through them. And so far, I I don't know that this. Uh, I, it feels like a divergence. I'm I'm not sure. But real quick aside, as good as this series is, like emotionally amazing writing, just really really well executed. The CGI on the disintegration, like I just watched um, Daybreakers today just randomly i don't know if you know that remember that movie ethan hawk film most of the world's vampires there's a very few humans left and they're all being kept like to just just like basically farm their blood so that all the vampires can live and occasionally there's disintegrations in that movie where like they hit the sun and that movie came out in 2009 (laughs) skeletons falling apart and like the cgi looked it looked bad i was just like this can't have been the final thing did they did they export like a previous version and they said somebody screwed up and that's just what happened to get loaded into the into the streaming thing because it yeah i was like what the fuck was that that looked so so bad the only thing that was missing was like the xylophone sound as the bones fell (laughs) 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 can i um, can i say something real quick i i hear everything you're saying right but I will I will say this. Uh jumping over to, to DC Universe real quick, 
I was a huge fan of the Flash, and like I used to watch like the, the after show like sh- uh, like videos or whatever. And one of the things I learned from that is like when it comes to the weekly shows, it's like, hey, this this character uses a lot of CGI. Let's be careful in like what we do and how we spend this money. Now it's Disney, it's Marvel, money, money, money. But to keep her powers as beautiful as it is, you got to cut corners somewhere. So it's like <laughs> I'd rather see. <laughs> her her effects be as beautiful as they are. I'll take a few. They look like putties from from uh, Power Rangers. The, like whenever you punch them in the chest, and I'm like, and they just crumble apart. I'm okay with that. As it long looks, as her powers still look amazing, I'm co- I'm cool with that. It looked like that old PC game Mist. Yeah, and it's perfect because it was a Mist. So yeah, perfect. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, anyway. so they are they are dead. Uh, they went through painstaking efforts to show us that they were dead. Um, and her, uh, I can't remember, Kamran's mom, uh, sent her power into Kamran. Uh, and he sought out, uh, Najma. Yeah. Yeah. He sought out Bruno. Uh, and then there was the explosion. (laughs) It's like, what is going on with the Department of Damage Control? Poor Bodega, man. Yeah. What is happening? Also, the reveal that Bruno is his parents aren't there. Is he just raising himself? Was is there a he mentioned a nano? So hopefully he got somebody helping him. It was like because when he said that, I'm like, who the hell's running the store then? You gotta go to school, brother. Like, what is what's going on? So my parents left me a bodega in their will, and I live upstairs, and that's it. I'm a I'm an unaccompanied minor. Home aloneing. Yeah. Yeah. Stand the bodega cat. Standees on records. Um, so we have one episode left of this show. What is, where's it going? Like, what is like, That's this is the, one, of, one of the things I don't know about this yeah. that, I mean, I like the show, but I don't know exactly what it's building to. Toward. Yeah. That's the thing that, that kind of, kind of messed me up a little bit when like, when, the, when they, when they came back from the, uh, which by the way, I'm gonna just put this out there. Um, two things, the, the, the transfer of power to Kamran and the fact that I think maybe because of, of their Jin uh, status, I think yeah. maybe that was part of like the, their like wish or like their power. And when, um, when Aisha said, uh, what was it? Seek who's seeking you or what's seeking you seeks or I forget how it goes. But the fact that because she said that, that brought her great granddaughter from the future into the past to save her daughter. Um, and the fact that that transferred the powers, I thought that was really, really cool. And I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. I forgot the point I was about to make because um, I got <laughs> so wrapped up in this show. Uh, right. Oh, no, no, I never remember. Okay, so so the whole time I'm thinking, okay, which maybe that was a bit of a, a bit of a swerve too. I'm thinking like, oh no, this new dimension, you can't let it, you can't let it break through. That's going to be the big thing. Najma's going to be a big fight. And when they solved it right there, I'm like, shit, okay. Uh, what's the all right, cool. What's the what's the big reveal? Or is this just a lead up to the Marvels? All this is is just that at the end of this, uh, Miss Marvel is like kind of like knocked out or whatever, and she looks up, Photon's looking down at her, Carol Danvers looking down at her, like, come on, kid, we got we got places to be. And it's just them three just fly off somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that there there has to be some sort of battle. But with the DODC, Department of Damage Control, right? Yes. Uh, where exact exactly like that, like you're saying, something where Photon and, and Captain Marvel come in the town and whisker whisker away. Um, 
Because other than that, I have no idea in a bad way what to expect next week. I like week. it because I feel, I feel like some of the other ones, some of the other series, I kind of felt something or saw something coming. Like out of this whole series, the only thing that I saw coming was her being the person to save her grandma. That's the mm-hmm. only thing that I kind of saw coming. And the fact that uh, her mom was basically her at her age. And that's why she yeah. is so overprotected. That's the only two things yeah. I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I feel like I mean, so this is an interesting thing because like we weren't really introduced to the big bad until episode four, and they didn't even make themselves apparent as the big bad until like, you know, then. So and then they died in episode five. <laughs> yeah. So the big bad now feels like like it, there's got to be some kind of showdown. This can't just be an entire episode six of like uh, of like um. Uh, what, what's it called in literary uh, uh, denouement? Like, like it can't be like an entire episode of just like uh, uh, um, like the afterward. So there's right. got to be some kind of big conflict. And I feel like the only two options are either like Cameron become like sets up himself to become like a villain. Yeah. You know, like avenging his his family. But that feels a little like that isn't the way they were pushing him this whole time, but maybe the fact that his mom died does. <coughs> Excuse me. He's definitely got powers for sure. Yeah. Um, but, so I think it's going to be a showdown with damage control. Like that feels like, like yeah. that feels like what it's going to be because that's, who's also going after Cameron and Bruno. So, you know, I think we see, I think we see uh, Kamala's return to Jersey city, getting a little back to like, you know, some some resolution with like her family history and probably some some more acceptance and you know support from her parents who up to this point you know because we got uh, we got a good bit of that you know in episode five so yeah i think that's where this goes that's what i'm anticipating anyway um yeah yeah, it, it, it in a lot of ways series like feeling like it was two different seasons it it's not doing the the real the normal like six episode Marvel arc that a lot of the other, um, you know, individually wrapped seasons uh, of, of other Marvel properties have done on Disney plus, which I like, I like that I'm going into this going, well, I think I know kind of maybe where this is going, but like, you know, they killed the big bad pretty, pretty easily. (laughs) Just look in, look into this. A family of, of bigs bad. Yeah, um, big bigs. Wasn't that big's a, bad? <laughs> I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge. Not I'm not a huge fan of it. But wasn't that how one of the big bads got got in like uh, a few Indiana Jones? Oh yeah, like they just looked at yeah. something and just yeah. Okay, definitely. Yeah. Like you open the box, the you covenant. Yeah, you get mm-hmm. the thing that you want and you melt. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'll say this: the the melting Nazis in 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, practical effects, and they look great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, melting face. Um, yeah, I'm still I'm still on this. What is going to happen in this coming episode? So at the very end of this one, we have the Department of Damage Control show up with their drone and blast the place. Uh, so it could be the case that Bruno is ends up in the hospital or something, and Kamran gets taken by DODC, and then it's up to Kamala. Uh, Kamala, I'm not sure. It's pronunciation. I think Kamala, um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, Kamala to get him out, uh, to to break him, break him out of there, and then we may get that moment that Keen mentioned where uh, the others show up. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
but I just don't understand what, because we haven't seen too much of the Department of Damage Control within the MCU. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I just want to know what their job actually is, (laughs) because they're they're creating more damage. Yeah. When they were originally introduced in the films, it was in... um, uh, They're far from home. Not far from home. um, It was in uh, uh, Homecoming. Um, and, And that felt like they were like the cleanup crew that they were in the comics. They've kind of become like basically the CIA slash FBI for superpowered humans. Yeah. You know, where they're like clandestine and have like, you know, a bunch of specialized resources. But, you know, it's real like G-Man stuff. Um, so that's that's right. And it, we've clearly got like now the one guy who's like actually this kind of sucks and i'm not really i'm not jiving morally with where this investigation's going and then you've got the warden from uh, orange is the new black yeah. who's like by any means necessary we are we are making sure we know who all these superheroes are and making sure they're not a threat and and if it comes off gross i don't care Let's send in the drones um so you know send in I was just gonna do that. Uh rest in peace, Steven Sommer. Yeah. Uh, and that woman is that character in everything she's in. And very good at it. And very everything. good at it. And very good at it, but she is that character in everything. Um, and good for her to keep getting work doing it. Um yeah, and Rob, you had mentioned uh the word clandestine, which reminded me of whenever they're talking about their family and like, Oh, we go by many names. We're gin, we're clandestine. We're this. And like, they're doing everything they can do besides say inhuman Mm -hmm. uh, within this, which I thought was just funny in itself. Um, I really don't think that, you know, they did the inhuman thing. I think the inhuman series is technically MCU canon. Now maybe. Yeah. At least in some multiverse it is. Yeah. Um, but I think in this show, they're actually like not technically like right. what Marvel would consider the Inhumans. Yeah, because um, there's the whole mist and all that yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. the Tarragon, t- the Tarragon mist. <laughs> Tarragon mist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Love that Tarragon mist. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really have too much more to say on the on the series. Like I said, I'm, we're we're sure changing it for sure. Uh, over the course of the of the series but you know let's meet up next week and yeah. actually get put a you know um, i mean i think and i think the it. i think the more to say is probably something that like the three of us uh, as you know um not uh not pakistani um <laughs> yeah. not muslim people like i i feel like i, I don't want to speak for anyone but this feels very significant, like the mm-hmm. and not just the fact that like the character exists, right? The fact that like the way the culture is portrayed doesn't feel, um, you know, stereotypical or mm-hmm. kind of or simple. Like there are very there are so many of these characters. You don't have any token anything because most of the people on the screen are not straight white male, you know, superheroes or even or even you know normal humans so you're getting this like huge spectrum of an experience that all exists within a a, a culture and that's just really lovely to see so you know while we can't speak to it directly 
um like that to me is going to be my big takeaway from this like Absolutely. like it's a, it's an yeah. amazing character and a great story but like just how significant this this feels because like like it or not the mcu and marvel movies is like an absolute tentpole of popular culture on the planet right now like we're gonna look mm-hmm. back on these times as like the same as star wars like you know, star wars is still yeah. going but you know this is probably the most significant pop culture story being told uh since yeah, yeah star wars harry potter mm-hmm. you know the big giant tentpole uh pieces of pop culture storytelling this is and those are just a few uh, a few like the seven eight movies for harry potter sure. nine movies for well 10 11 for star wars and a yeah. couple series this is like six different tv yeah. series and 30 films you know? in less than 20 years so yeah. like we are we're talking Crazy. just an unprecedented and, and like and no signs of stopping i, I don't know i no. i sometimes i think about like how much time i have left on the planet and i'm you know i'll, I'll be 40 soon but sometimes I think it's weird because I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to die someday. Like, even if I live to a ripe old age, I'm like, what, the MCU just going to stop? Like, <laughs> like Marvel yeah. Comics didn't stop. And, and the model that they're using is kind of that model of perpetual creation, you know, death and rebirth of characters and reboots and things like that. But all yeah. kind of interconnected in these. Now that they've established the multiverse, this can just keep going forever. They could like, yeah. it could be 30 years from now. It could be like, fuck it. We're going to go do a 616 movie just because like, we can and it's going to be spider-man as a retired dude and and you know it's 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 like wolverine versus dracula oh man (laughs) wait wait, wait. plus plus i'm sorry to interrupt plus let me get something uh i love the fact that you bring that up because it doesn't stop because now i'm not sure if you guys heard about this but the what if series miles morales what is what's oh, the rest of that? As Wolverine? Oh shit. Did that just come out? Let's go. What's that? It's just what if Miles Morales was all these characters? <laughs> there's oh, five man. different there's there's Captain America, Hulk, Wolverine, Thor. And I think the last one was like a different version of a Spider-Man. Like it's and oh, I think man. at one point they're all gonna like it's gonna be like a Miles Morales Avengers. So yeah, it's never it's never stopping. So like as much as like the uh old stuff that they can kind of like uh dip into, the fact that new stories continually be created. Oh, and uh to touch on what you said earlier as far as like the representation, the fact that there's about to be a series about a badass um I, I don't know the sexual preference, but badass deaf um different able-bodied person. Yeah. Every like it's 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 amazing that like they're big being able to like show and shed light on like everybody and every kind of experience. So yeah, yeah it's amazing. I'm just sitting around here waiting for uh, a superhero with an Italian American uh, backstory who's making Sunday gravy and then <laughs> going to fight. Uh, I don't know. Let's see, plumbers. I got nothing. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, again, I'll to the finally represent- feel seen. To the representation uh, point, uh, Rob. Yeah, definitely agree with uh, with that. Keen, looking forward to Echo for sure. Uh, Moon Knight got a lot of props for how it portrayed uh, Egypt, uh, uh, Egyptian culture, uh, and Egypt, but it didn't do it in. It, it did a lot of it superficially, mm-hmm. uh, like showing locations and things like that, and talking about it in a Da Vinci Code ish yeah. sort of sort of mm-hmm. way. Whereas with this does a just a great job 
of uh, just really showing and not telling. Whereas mm-hmm. yeah. the, uh, Moon Knight did yeah. a lot of the, the opposite. Um, so you learn a lot about the the history, but also you learn different things about the culture and, and the different, mm-hmm. uh, even the simple things like me learning that referring to someone as, as um, Nani or a beta, you know, uh, the different, uh, connotations there and what that what that means for yeah. what you refer to another person as so just small lessons uh to big stuff to the history side of things yeah. i think is pretty and, great and they're basically like hey like we're not gonna hold your hand through through all of this more than we need to so like go look it up you know if this yeah. isn't your culture yeah. you're welcome to watch and enjoy uh if you don't understand something go look it up there's there's a million there's a million articles by you know all the pop culture blogs that are basically like, here's what you don't understand. If you're not, you know, if you're not yeah. Pakistani or Muslim or, um, you know, from this, you know, or if you're, if your heritage derives from this part of the world, like you probably won't know this. So here's, here's a, here's a refresher, uh, not a refresher. Here's a, here's a, a crib sheet of, of, of how to understand. And, and it, it draws people mm-hmm. in. It makes, it's like, you know, rather than looking up like useless Easter eggs, I'm looking up like, history and <laughs> and 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 go and like diving into a culture that's very real and vibrant on this planet so yeah it's nice speaking of which real quick i'm sorry speaking of which uh, i love the fact you brought that point up as far as like the different terms of endearment and stuff uh i think it was like episode two two or three when she was talking to when uh when kamala was talking to uh i forgot my man's name um uh najma's son yeah kamran uh and she, I think, I think mom or mommy might be like Umi or Ami. And he, she said it and she was like, no, no, that means she was, he was like, I, I know what that means. Like, come yeah. on. I know what that means. And the fact that they said it like that to bring you into it. And in that same conversation, they were able to like fill or connect even more of, um, of Marvel because they mentioned that his mom's favorite actor is a Bollywood actor, which is the same character from Eternals. Eternals, Kingo. Uh, yeah. yeah, Kingo was saying like that she liked Kingo Senior or something, either Senior or Junior. So like a, like a few generations ago, and she was like, "Oh my god, he's so old!" And like that's the joke because she's old too. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was so that was so cute and cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, uh, let's do winners and losers. Anything from the last three episodes, I think, is fine and on the table. Uh, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, losers, Rob. I'm going to go with, just because I kind of wish he had gotten a little, like not such short, a short shrift. And, Cause I don't even remember his name in uh, from um, episode four, but like kind of the Obi-Wan of yeah. the mm. secret, uh, the, um, what they oh the red um red the red scarf or the the, the red dagger yeah. red dagger red dagger the red dagger like like they're kind of like leader and it, you were like introduced him real quick and think oh this guy's dope and he's like oh now he is immediately dead in this episode yeah. in fact yeah so like I think um not a loser in terms of like great character and 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 you know obviously a very important within the universe uh, specifically this part of the Marvel universe just the fact that we lost him so early. Yeah, I'm a loser for I'm a loser for not for not having more of him. I think that hits on what you were talking about earlier of this being a longer show crammed into uh, a handful of episodes. So, yeah, I can I can get behind that. Keen, who is your loser? Uh, My loser. um, 
I got to I'll save the joke more for later, but like my loser uh, is probably Bruno uh, because one, he, he hasn't been in the last few episodes. And when you came back, you remembered, oh, yeah, his hand's still busted. So he has like the cast on. And now he's helping the guy who in his mind is like stealing his his quote unquote girl, but he's not brave enough to say anything yet. And he's like mortgaging his future because of her. So, yeah, uh, Bruno for or Brian or whatever for right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Kamran uh, on this. Uh, I think he came out with a win. He's getting some some powers, but he got left behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom is dead. Uh, his the, the other person that was with their uh, their people uh, also dead. Um, I think they're all dead. Yeah, I think they're they all, all just kept stepping stepping yeah. up. But maybe I'll have better luck. Um, <laughs> and then just bag of bones. Um, yeah. So Kamran is my my loser, but I think that can change easily next week. Uh, and winners, Keen. Uh. I think I think there's an easy choice, but like I think my favorite within the last few episodes was probably like uh the women of this family and not not Kamala, but like the grandma super cool. Uh Aisha was a was a beast. Um and like mm-hmm. I still can't get over I can't get over um I can't remember I can't remember her name. Uh the mother's acting and like she is just like a mom mom like the, and like the fact that she loved bon jovi and like mm-hmm. i love when i love in like tv shows and uh movies when they use like the actors real pictures and the fact that they use like probably like an old um the old glamour shot <laughs> exactly and in fact she's like this and like and yeah so like the the women of that family i think uh not i mean come on she's killing it too but like the uh, the grandmother the mother and the great-grandmother amazing yeah yeah uh rob well, then I'll go with the obvious here. And, you know, across the whole series, just been an amazing character to watch develop. But um, Kamala, not just because of that, specifically, anytime you get to be told this story of like, this is the this is the magical, uh, you know, this is the magic moment in our family's history. And then realize, like, it was you. Like, <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't touch on it. We touched on it a bit, bit in the beginning, but like that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was just like, this is the coolest shit in the world. Like at this point, your mother can't tell you anything because she mm. wouldn't be there without you. But mm-hmm. you wouldn't be there without her. But your grandma wouldn't be there. With, like, oh, man, this does kind of um, I, I've seen I haven't watched them yet, but I know I'm, I'm looking on some of like the normal video blogs that I watch. Um and I guess there is some talk of like how this is different than how Marvel, the MCU has treated time travel um, yeah. in the past. So, because like theoretically this would be like a pretty big divergence. Um, so I'm curious to like dive into that. Cause it did feel way more um, like back to the future uh, yeah, time travel super. rules where everything's yeah. one timeline and like, and there's a loop. Um, so yeah, who knows, man, but like, yeah. Kamala is the Kamala is the winner for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with Aisha did not get much of uh, Aisha within, within the show overall, but what we got was pretty great and put that whole plan in place mm-hmm. to kind of keep the, uh, keep the whole world <laughs> more or less, more or less going for their, for their family. I think that's pretty awesome. 
Um, and yeah, we, we didn't talk too much about it, but the whole time travel aspect of that is now something I'm more interested in than I was when I started this. Uh, we started talking about this on the podcast. Um, yeah, because it all it is. It's a loop. Like, they, they've been talking about it. So she had to, like everything has to keep happening within within that. So then when you kind of zoom out, uh, if there's any other time travel with them, they have to then make sure that each of those things happen as they, uh, it's so weird. All timey wimey. Yep. All right. Uh, I think that'll do it for, for this episode. Um, we'll meet up next week. We'll talk about the finale, uh, see how things land. Uh, I have no idea what to, what to expect, as I've said. Looking forward to it, though. It's been a great, great series. Um, seeing what more lessons, actual real life his, historical lessons can come out of this final episode. All right. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Keen. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.